So there's film convert nitrate and city match. So film convert nitrate is a film and grain emulation tool. So you can get the look of authentic celluloid film for your digital footage. And Cinematch is a color correction and camera matching plugin, which is really handy if you're ever doing a multicam shoot or if you, you know, forgot to set your white balance in while you were shooting or anything like that. Hey, welcome back to the Hive Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. However you consume the podcast, I just appreciate that you're here and you listen each and every week. So this week's episode is slightly different. Instead of having a photographer on, a filmmaker, a content creator, I had a company on that supports the endeavors of filmmakers through the product that they make. So I had Hennessy on, who's the marketing manager for Film Convert and Cinematch. They make amazing applications for your video editor that allow you to do a lot of cool things, which you'll learn about in this episode. But she was also nice enough to provide all of you with a discount code if you want to go check out their applications. So Film Convert 10, Cinematch 10, either of those will save you 10% off their applications if you want to go check them out after listening to this episode. So without further ado, why don't you listen in on the conversation I had with Hennessy from Film Convert and Cinematch. All right, I'm here with Hennessy from Film Convert. I'm super excited to have her on and to learn more about Film Convert. I use Film Convert and Cinematch, which we're gonna talk about. Um, I probably use Cinematch more, but anyway, Hennessy, uh, welcome, welcome back. Well, not well, welcome to the show, but it's back because we're <laughs> recording this. Thank you so much for having me again. I'm very excited to be talking to you again. <laughs> yes, again. For everyone listening, watching, I had a massive epic fail a couple of weeks ago recording a couple. The bummer thing is I recorded like multiple shows that day with the way mm. I was recording it and um, it did not work out and I've had to record them all, re-record them all. <laughs> Did you have to redo them all? Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's uh, it's all right. Lesson, lesson learned. But anyway, Hennessy, <laughs> thanks, thanks for the time. Thanks for coming back. Yeah, I know you were on holiday, so um, I appreciate the time. I love your guys' no, applications. Thank you for having us. Of course, I love your guys' <gasps> applications. You. I've enjoyed your live streams. I've enjoyed the little like uh, Instagram competitions you guys do with like. We'll, we'll talk about all that, but. Um, for everyone that's not familiar, maybe give us a rundown of um, what you do there at Film Convert and what you guys do there as a company. Awesome. Well, thank you for all the kind words. That's so nice. But I'm Hennessy and I am the marketing manager for Film Convert. And in case if you haven't heard of us, we are a company that's based in Wellington, New Zealand. And we create plugins for your editing software that are based around color grading and color correction. So we support currently Premiere Pro, DaVinci Resolve, and Final Cut Pro. And we have two main products that you might be familiar with. So there's Film Convert Nitrate and CityMatch. So Film Convert Nitrate is a film and grain emulation tool. So you can get the look of authentic celluloid film for your digital footage. And Cinematch is a color correction and camera matching plugin, which is really handy if you're ever doing a multicam shoot or if you, you know, forgot to set your white balance in while you were shooting or anything like that. And yeah, so we've been around in the industry for 
over 10 years, I want to say. And as the marketing manager, I'm out here collaborating with content creators as well as running the social media. So when you say that you enjoy the competitions, thank you, that means a lot. And yeah, we're just out here just trying to give people the authentic look of film. Yeah, you do a great job managing like the marketing because um, you repost a lot of great work. Um, you've done some fun stuff like a year ago. I think it was around like the holidays, like a year ago. You did a fun, um, you took little snippets of movie posters and they were like the most random yeah. little pieces of a movie poster, <laughs> like just like a little square from it. Um, you, it was hard to tell what it was, but you had to guess and figure <laughs> it out. Um, and I got every single That's one right, right. So I loved it. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I think I remember sending you a license in, res- in response to that. But yeah, that was I, uh, one of our designers and also the head of advertising Rita's idea. And she nailed it. It was so much fun trying to create little puzzle pieces for everyone to do. It was so, great. Yeah, it was a real fun time. And I love that you everything <laughs> you do everything around film, around movies, around what you guys are at the core of your business. But for people that aren't familiar, what like how did you guys start? What was the like... Tell me the beginnings of Film Convert and the company and what the the goal was when you first started the company. So we first officially launched in 2012. And obviously, you know, there was a whole lot of back-end stuff that goes on with that. And so we started out in Wellington, New Zealand. And basically in the early stages, we had our sister company that was focused more on post-production. And all of the customers wanted to shoot on film. But at that time, a 10-minute roll of 35mm film would cost about $1,000 New Zealand, which is, you know, pretty expensive and a lot of customers couldn't necessarily make it fit within their budget. And this was also around the same time that the red ones were available to rent, but the red colour science was still very new and not everyone seemed to like the colors as much. And so we decided to try and make the red one look like it was film. So then the users could have the best of both worlds. And so the first instinct was to mimic the whole film process as much as possible to give digital footage the look of a Cinean film scan. And so from there, it was kind of treated like any other film process. And The first iteration of the plugin, which is the standalone version of Film Convert Pro, was written for the red one specifically, and it was also before the days of red log film, so we were trying to convert all of these sRGB images into Cineon, and it quickly went into the too hard category, like, you know, especially for 2012, this kind of technology that wasn't available wasn't up to par then. And so eventually we kind of settled on applying a print film and a viewing simulation on top of our targets, which then came to define our film convert look. And yeah, it was really exciting because we got all of our film stocks scanned at Wessa Digital on an ARRI scan for the best quality data. And they were also helping us with the original target data for our film stocks. And then we went on to model a typical analog film process. So we were, we would develop the negative, then print it onto a print film, and then simulate projecting that film onto a projector screen and make a few tweaks just to make it sure it looks nice on a really modern display. And yeah, and then the first kind of iterations of the plugins were released in, I want to say around 2013, 2014 is sort of when it was readily available. And then in 2019, we released some new versions of the plugin, and we've just kind of been growing since then. Wow. So yeah, very like humble origins from a tiny little town in New Zealand. There's so much that went into that. How Okay, so 
There was a lot of information there. How long did it actually take to develop the first application, like from start to finish? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm not entirely sure, okay. but I would imagine that it might have been like at least a couple of years, I would assume. Because also this was around the time, like, I think that we were kind of one of the first major companies to be doing something like this at the time as well. And obviously we've seen so many other people do it, but this was still a very new like technology and a very new concept and idea. So a lot of thought went into it in the beginning. Were there, I would love to hear some of the obstacles. Were there any, any obstacles you could share that were, that made it difficult to get the product the way you guys wanted it to function and work that you had to overcome? There's always obstacles. I mean, there's always going to be so many obstacles. I think the biggest ones were especially around sort of like how we were going to get the sRGB images into Cineon in the beginning and sort of especially before we found out about log and things like that. And trying to map out all of that data was super, super difficult as well as in also, you know, just all of the back end things about trying to actually sort out what film stocks are we going to do sourcing the film stocks themselves because a lot of them, you know, tend to become expired or not in production anymore, as well as also what cameras. And there's always so many considerations that have gone on, but I think now we've got it down to a tightly formed art form, which is really good. <laughs> when you guys do have to do an update, what's usually mm. the pro like, what are you updating? Cause it works so well now with the film mm. grains and uh, the camera packs, which we'll get into. Um, and I would imagine that's basically what it is now is just upgrading uh, camera, uh, you know, compatibility. Yeah. So the last kind of big update that we had for film convert nitrate in particular, or sorry, it, for film convert in particular was nitrate. So we released that in 2019 because we originally had a version of film convert called film convert pro. And this is now what we consider a legacy product because it's still, it's a good product. However, it doesn't necessarily have all of the updated features that are really beneficial to a modern day shooter. And so in 2019, we released Nitrate. And what's different about this is that it offers a lot more flexibility and a lot more custom control so you can really tailor your image to how you want it. So a big part of that is that we have a Cineon film emulations as well. So the idea is, is that you can then grade in a non-destructive Cineon space and then turn up your print film to however you want it to look. As well as that, we also added in more custom grain controls as well. So we have a grain curve control that allows you to tailor your grain in particular areas, which is pretty amazing. And it's really handy as well, especially if you want it to like pop a wee bit more in your shadows or your highlights. But then, so that was kind of the big like feature updates that we released, but we do have more coming out in the future or hopefully this year, which would be really exciting. I'm excited so to see. This kind of yeah, I'm excited to see what you could possibly yeah. do because it's so good already. Like, I can't even imagine. <laughs> I wish I want to talk about it so bad because I'm so excited for it, but I know that we can't yet. But there will be some definitely some huge updates coming to Nitrate this year, which is so exciting. And then, yeah, otherwise, from like the kind of just general updates we do is mainly just camera pack releases. And I think that kind of brings me to the next question. And I think it's a question that a lot of people probably would have and, and do have when maybe they're they're looking to invest in the product and, and, and purchase it is 
how is film convert different than just going and getting a LUT and putting the LUT on top of your footage? You know, um, how, what makes you guys different? So LUTs are an interesting one because obviously LUTs are very handy and very important. But with Film Convert, what we're offering is a full color grading suite. So we offer not only necessarily just like the colors that a LUT can provide you, but we also offer so many controls that can help with your exposure, your temperature, your tint, like all of these other secondary controls to make sure that your colors really pop. As well as that also, LUTs can't necessarily have grain in them as well. So even if you've got a film LUT, for instance, that emulates your favorite film stock, that won't have the grain in it. And the grain is one of the most important parts of film, you know? And so I think as well, the other kind of big thing is that a lot of LUTs are specifically designed for certain color sciences and certain cameras. And so with our camera packs, we take that a step further by making sure that it's our film stocks are mapped to the specific sensor that you shot on of the specific camera that you're using. And so obviously, you know, LUTs are very handy if you're on the go or we can, you can even export LUTs within Film Convert, but we offer a few more actual grading tools to make it a full grading suite. That's what I love about the application is you can get, you can keep it as basic as you want and just go in and apply like the film stock and the grain is, and that's basically what I kind of do because some of the yeah. other controls, I'm not used to them yet. I'm, I'm starting to dabble in, into the other ones and to, to see how effective they can be. And they are super effective, but that's the great thing is like you purchase film convert and you can do, you can keep it super basic, but it can grow with you too. As you grow as a colorist and your creativity grows, which is fantastic. Um, and I love that you can just dial back the look super easy. Like when you throw on, um, I think a, um, you know, a camera look, uh, a film look, it can be a little intense at first, uh, but you can, mm. you have all the controls there to dial it, to get it just a little bit goes a long way. You can just, just a little, you know, icing on, on the cake <laughs> to spice it up. Just hundred percent. And I really appreciate you saying that as well, because that's something that we considered a lot when we were first making the plugin is that it's accessible to anyone at any level. So like, for instance, if you're a beginner colorist, we hope at least that the controls are intuitive enough that you can sort of guide yourself through a grading process or start off as basic as you need. Just chuck on one of our film stock emulations, chuck on like 35 millimeter grain, and then you're done. But then we also offer a lot of sort of advanced tools for if you want to get into a wee bit more detail with your grading process, you know, like you said, if you want to maybe like turn down your sort of film look or really tailor it to the creative vision that you had in mind. So yeah, th that's what I really like about it is that there's a lot of malleability and you can really use the plugin to your advantage and use it to get the look that you desire. And what well. I, what I love having it be a full suite is I think when people are first starting out, um, Maybe they're, you know, just dabbling into color grading. Uh, maybe they saw, you know, shot just like base, basic Rec. 709 and now they're like, they want to get a little bit more creative. Um, I think the question comes up is like, what order are you supposed to do things in? And with your application, it's built in a way where you don't have to worry about that. You can just do all the corrections within mm. the plugin and it's done in the proper order in which you should be applying your corrections, which is, I think, great. Um, you mentioned camera packs. And I think we should dive into that. Like, why are camera packs important? I think this was, you know, another thing Another thing that sets you guys apart from a LUT because a LUT necessarily doesn't know 
what you, well, it doesn't, <laughs> not necessarily. It doesn't yeah. know what you shot on. Um, it doesn't know the color science of a Nikon or a Blackmagic or a Sony or a Canon. Mm. So why are your camera packs so important and how does it affect the way the application works? Mm. So the camera packs are really interesting, right? Because kind of like you mentioned is that each camera manufacturer has their own color science. And you know, you can easily tell the difference between Canon colors and Sony colors. But I think what people don't necessarily realize is that color science is also dependent on the sensor of your camera as well. So like the you know, your Sony FX3 color science may be slightly different to your Sony A7S3 color science. And again, it's all because of how that sensor works. So essentially what we do is that we want to make sure that we're providing the most accurate results for whatever camera that you've shot on. So when we use our camera packs, and what we do is we get a camera in and we map it out and we shoot all of these charts on this, like all of the color stuff behind us. And then basically what we do is we shoot unders and overs at different exposure levels so we can accurately map out the color response curves of your camera as well as like the log curves and everything. Then what we do is we map them out in our proprietary tools. So we actually have an idea of how your specific camera will understand light and color. And it's not only just about necessarily like the sensor, but we go through all of the different profiles that your camera can offer, whether it be, you know, like the two, like two profiles or 17, like there is in pretty much every Sony camera. And so, yeah, basically what it means is that it just means that you're getting more accurate results and you can rest assured knowing that they're actually tailored towards the camera that you've shot on. Compared to a LUT, for instance, where you're just trying to apply it to the same color space, but it might not be as accurate as it possibly could be. Yeah, it, it's so much better than a LUT. I mean, LUTs have their purpose when you're first starting, but if you really want to get a good look that's like tailored to your camera and your sensor and for it to look as good as it possibly can, you guys have to check out Film Convert Nitrate because it's it's just, it's so good. But let's talk about the other application you have. It's probably the application uh, I think I first purchased from you guys and started using. And I use it all the time on every single project um, is Cinematch. Even if I'm not shooting on multiple cameras, I still use Cinematch because your, uh, you know, log to Rec. 709 conversion LUTs for all the cameras are just so much better than the manufacturers. And I, you would think the manufacturer would have like a better one, right? Because they made the camera and everything, but it's not. So I, even if I'm shooting on one camera, I still plug in that camera, plug in log to match log of the same camera, and then it's hit apply light. It's the best. But um, for everyone that doesn't know what Cinematch is, um, why don't you tell them? And 100%, everyone should go get this. If you shoot, uh, if you're going to shoot on multiple cameras, and I'm not just like, if you're going to shoot on a camera and a drone, a camera and a GoPro, like what camera and a phone, whatever it is, you need to get this application because it's going to make your life so much easier. <laughs> You're coming for my job. Maybe you should take over <laughs> I as love film it. marketing manager. <laughs> so yeah, CineMatch we released in around 2019, 2020. And this is kind of like the predecessor, or in terms of workflow, it's a predecessor to Film Convert Nitrate because this version or this plugin in particular is focused more on color correction and camera matching. So it uses the same camera packs that you have in Film Convert Nitrate, but instead of matching that specific camera to a film stock, you can actually match one camera to another. 
And like you said, it's really handy if, say, for instance, you're shooting on your A cam and then your B cam is a drone or a GoPro or even like a black magic or something like that. And so, yeah, basically, we kind of conceptualized this idea around the early days of Film Convert. And we were just trying to see if it was feasibly possible to match one camera to another. And so we kind of held on to the process for a little bit while we were working on Film Convert and Nitrate. But then we saw the rising demand and especially more of those like action kind of fringe cameras as well. And a lot of people talking about the colors behind that. And it was becoming a really popular method of shooting on drones and GoPros and iPhones. But you know, there wasn't a way to properly make it look seamless. And so that's what kind of inspired us to then fully go in and create Cinematch. I and love so it. Yeah. at this time... <laughs> Sorry, so I thought you were done. Really, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. At this time, it was really good because we were able to learn so much more about like color science and then especially how camera sensors work and all of that kind of stuff. So then that meant that we could really hone in on the Cinematch controls and make sure it was performing as accurately as possible. And of course, there were hurdles along the way and this was never going to be an easy feat. And that's kind of also why with CineMatch, you can only use log or raw modes of shooting. Mm -hmm. But, you know, at the same time, we were able to make it all work. And now it's the product that you see today. And yeah, it's amazing because you can just easily color correct your footage in seconds using our exposure and false colors and white balance tools, or you can match cameras together, which is insane. Yeah. I match the same camera to the same camera, like I said, because your Rec 7 and 9 uh, conversion lots are just so much better. Um, but also like I, my bread and butter of my business is doing real estate photography. And I don't know if you guys are hearing that in the recording, but uh, we're in California and we're just getting pummeled with rain and it just started just pouring. Uh, really? Any, oh, yeah. oh no. <laughs> Nonstop rain for weeks. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, if you hear that, sorry. Um, hopefully I don't drown over here. Uh, I do real estate and I use drones all the time, right? And what always bothered me is that the drone footage, no matter how hard you tried to do it manually, it just mm -hmm. looked different. It did not look the same. And now... It's pretty dang close. It's pretty dang close with, with using with using Cinematch. I love it. Um, and the cool thing is, like, if you don't have access to an Ari, right? Like, they're super expensive cameras. But you could try to apply the same color science with Cinematch, right? And get some of that, like, Ari look, which is which is pretty handy if that's what, what you're going for. So um, what came first, 100%. right? Uh, film Convert or, or Cinematch? Was Cinematch a, a came after Film Convert? Yeah. Okay. So Cinematch came, I would, I want to say maybe a year or so after we released Nitrate. But yeah, and like you were saying as well, it's so nice because the use case of Cinematch is so different depending on what you are shooting and what you want to achieve. But it's really nice. You don't have to necessarily match two cameras together, but you can just give your footage a different look if you want, especially because like cameras are so expensive and especially it's hard to be able to keep up to date with the latest camera brands. But if you know that you can turn your, I don't know, your Sony or A7S III into pretty much a high-end camera or any new cameras that are coming out, then it removes all of that anxiety about having to keep up to date with the latest gear acquisition. And so, yeah, there's a lot of different use cases, which is great. <laughs> are you guys trying to actively keep that up to date? Um, I guess for both both applications, as new cameras come out and kind of what's the process of that? Because I know it's not the easiest 
um, in New Zealand, right, to get your hands on new gear? It is quite difficult because the thing is, is like there's so many cameras that are coming out all the time, but they always come to New Zealand like maybe, I know, three to six months late as well. So we are always trying our best to keep on top of profiling cameras and especially all of the latest releases, but it's all a matter of sourcing them. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the best example of this is when there was a red Komodo and we'd been wanting to profile it for so long, like years at this point. And there was literally, I want to say maybe like three in the whole country wow. with two of them being privately owned. So yeah, it is a wee bit difficult for us to try and actually source these cameras. And we do appreciate everyone's patience for getting the latest cameras out, but we're doing our best. And if anyone in New Zealand wants to send us any cameras, please, by all means, do it. You guys got to definitely go check it out because... They, I mean, they match iPhones, uh, GoPros. I mean, any camera, you you name it, they, they probably match it. And if they haven't yet, they probably will. And I'm sure they could reach out and be like, hey, is this coming? And you might you might be able to give them an answer if it's coming or not. But I would love Absolutely. to hear. I would love to hear from you, um, especially as the social media manager and marketing manager over there is you get to see so much amazing work from other creators that are using your 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 applications. Has there been anything that yeah. stands out or, or has there, have there been creators that kind of use your applications in a way you're like, whoa, that, that is cool? Mm. Honestly, like everyone. <laughs> I know that's such a cop-out. That's like, fine. It's such a it's cop-out it's that answer. Good. But yeah, it's just, it's really amazing sort of like the idea that you can give hundreds of people the same products and the same plugins and the same controls, but yet they can find different ways to make it best suit their workflow is always incredible to me and being able to like quite often I will be sent through projects of sort of beginner filmmakers as well who are sort of like hey I used your plugins and you know they make me feel so confident about shooting or color grading and all of those stories like that always warm my heart and then you've got all of the big times like I think the moment that I was kind of like, oh my God, this is legit, was when we were used on one of Beyonce's Ivy Park and also Tiffany and Co's commercials. That was pretty insane. As well as also like HBO and BBC and like some movies that had come out as well. And so those are always the moments where you're like, oh my God, this is huge. This is amazing. But then at the same time, it's also just with pretty much any creator who has given their footage like a really interesting look or have managed to tailor it in a way that best suits what they had in their head. And so, yeah, there isn't one defining moment, maybe aside from Beyonce, but it's just <laughs> anyone and everyone. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. It is such just a useful application um, as a content creator or if you're running like a production company, because if you're having your meetings with your clients and they're showing you specific things that they like, like scenes from films, like, hey, we want our video to look like this. Mm. It's so easy for you to go and look up what camera that was shot on, um, if they used film, if they used any film stock, and with CineMatch and Film Convert Nitrate, like, done. You you can you can basically match the looks that your clients like. It's such an amazing, useful tool. So thank you for your hard work over there and making no, – Making you. my That's job so easier, nice. <laughs> even when it comes to just matching, good. matching a drone to you know my 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 normal cameras. It's it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I'm only mm. scratching the surface, but uh, Hennessy, thank you for your time. 
Thanks for sharing no, thank you. Um, about Film Convert and, and Cinematch. And I can't, I can't wait to see whatever updates you guys come with because I, I cannot imagine. I'm sure it's going to be amazing because the applications are already amazing. So thank you so much. <laughs> I'll send you through some demos, don't you worry. Okay. But thank you so much Yay. for having me. Of course. <laughs> I'll see you. Bye. Well, there you go. Amazing applications from Cinematch and Film Convert. If you want to check it out, Hennessy was nice enough to provide discount codes for all you guys. So Film Convert 10, Cinematch 10, save yourself 10% off either of those applications. I got to thank Hennessy again for coming on and re-recording the episode. That was part of that like horrible disaster I had trying to use a different application other than Ecamm to record these podcasts and it just didn't work out. And I'm going to get into that in a future episode as promised. I just had to get through these interviews because, well, they gave me their time. And so I want to get these episodes out. If you want to check out Ecamm, again, I pay full price for Ecamm. I swear by it. It's absolutely fantastic. If you want to go live, um, if you want to record a podcast like I do, and they have Ecamm version 4.0 coming out very, very soon, which adds a bunch of cool features. So if you want to check that out, link in the description and a promo code, again, to save you guys some money because who doesn't love saving money? As always, I appreciate your support. I hope to see you here next week and I will talk to you then. 